We're learning the, f- the first Sikha of Hanukkah and Chelek Tezvav on page 366. The Shir today is being learned, Lilanishmas, Rab Yasef bin Yamin, Ben Rab Menashe Koltman. In the Nusach von Hanedes Alolu Zokman Drei Lashainis. In the Nusach of Hanedes Alolu that we say after we light the Menaira. So there are three different expressions that we say in the beginning. Hanedes Alolu on a Madlikin, Alachuois, Valanisim, Valanaflois. So we first mentioned Shuais, the Avishter's salvation, and then miracles, and then wonders. The Noch, however, afterwards, by Msim von Anedes when it comes to the conclusion of the Anedes Alolu, Zotmen vider, the Zelbe Dreilashainis. So again, we mention these three expressions. Namatananda Seder. However, here it's in a different order. To thank and praise the Abishter, the Shimcha Godel, the Abishter's great name. So first the miracles, then the wonders, and then the Abishter is the Yeshua, the Abishter salvation. So the question here is, What's the reason for the change in order of these three expressions? Now, from the fact that when we say Aneris Alolu, we mention not only miracles, the wonders and the salvation of the Eivishter. From this is clear, as the mitzvah from Adlokas Ner that when we light the Menoideh, it's not only here to commemorate the nest that happened with the oil in the Beis Hamikdash and the natives of the Beis Hamikdash that were burning, Varum der nest von Pachashemen is nit and gather from Yeshuais. The nest that happened with the Pachashemen cannot be described as a salvation. A salvation means that David just saves Yidin, but not necessarily in a miraculous manner. So when it says Nisecha, that would refer to the nest of the Pachashemen, which was an open miracle. Whereas Yeshuais, when we add that there's Nflois and there's Yeshuais, so there's additional miracles or additional things that happened in that time period. So this means that if we mention this after we light Neres Hanukkah, so what does that mean? Not oich zu di allerlei Yisugi Yeshua was the Eibishad Bavizn Bayamemehem Bismanazet. That when we light the Menorah, it comes to commemorate the different types and categories of miracles and salvation that Eibishad brought to Yidden in those days in this time period. And as the Rebbe here brings in the Ha'ara, that the Rambam says that we thank the Eibishad Allah Nisim. The Rambam uses a plural term. And also the women are obligated to light the Menorah, or at least to, uh, to uh, be included in the mitzvah of lighting the Menorah. And the Rashi there says the reason is because and that the miracle happened through a woman. And this is referring to a woman that brought about a miracle in the Muhammad that they were fighting. And this is not only the ness of the lighting of the Menorah. So therefore, we see that the lighting of the Menorah is connected to all the various different miracles that happened in that time period. Then the miracles and salvation that the Yidin experienced then are in general included in these three expressions of Chuais, Nisim, and Aflois. Each one of them is plural, Chuais, Nisim, and Aflois. While the Mirois from Yemei Hanukkah, the incidents and the events that happened at the time of Hanukkah, Zenim Kailul, Kama, Vekama, Inyani, Yeshua, from Allerlai Sugim. There were many different things that the Yidin were saved and on many different levels and that belong in different categories in these three expressions, as will be explained later in the Sikha. 
So the midwert verenfet noch akashia chazoke benigea demzikaren funes chanake. This answers a question, a strong question, regarding how we commemorate the Nes of Chanukah. By Nes Purim is Dochda Achiyuv zu Dermanen Diatzolev Yeshua von Homan Eroshecholu, Sai Bayoim und Sai Balayla. When it comes to the Nes Purim, so there's an obligation to mention the salvation of what happened then, both by day and by night. We read the Megillah by night and then we read it again by day. However, when it comes to the victory of Hanukkah time over the Yivanim, which was also a miracle, it was an open miracle, even more than Purim. The mighty were given into the hands of the weak and the many in the hands of the few. Based the nest of Purim is given by Halton and Sidriat Teva. On the other hand, the nest of Purim is a miracle that was enclosed in nature. Their mountain is Balayla. So this is a miracle that we have an obligation to mention at nighttime. Uh, not in Valanissim. That's actually not an obligation, but it could be mentioned at nighttime. Only in Valanissim. Was Mazakht in Mairiv that we mentioned in Mairiv. Or in Birchus Amazin. Or in the benching. So now, Vibal, Taz Aleph, Tvilas Arvis, Rishos. Davening Mairev is not an obligation, it's considered to be a Rishos, even though Bizman Azeh, it, it became a Chiyuv, but nevertheless, originally, Tvilas Arvis is a Rishos. Umbeis, Siznitok, and Chiyuv, Tsesen, Pas, Belel Chaneke. There is no obligation to eat Sude, Chaneke Bachlal, and also not at the night of Chaneke. Even if there is our opinions, as the Rebbe brings in order 8, that there is an Indian to have a Suda on Chanukah, but it doesn't have to be in the night of Chanukah. So there is no obligation that one must say the miracle, to mention the miracle of Chanukah at night time. Right, and the Rebbe adds, even in Shmei Nesra of Maidiv, if you forgot to say Alanism in Shmei Nesra Maidiv, you don't have to daven over again. So what's the difference? Why by Purim do we commemorate the Nes of Purim by day and by night, whereas by Hanukkah there is no obligation to mention anything about the Yontav of Hanukkah at night? However, based on what we said, that lighting the Menorah is not only commemorating the Nes of the Pach Hashem, but it's also commemorating the Nitzachen that the Yidin had over the Yivanim, is this Farenfet Bepashtus, so this is answered. Hadlok es neres Chanekeh is a Zikarin nitnor of the Nes from Pach Hashem. When we light the Menorah, it's not only commemorating the Nes with the oil in the Beis HaMikdosh, nor Oich, if all Nisim from Yimei HaChanekeh, but it also commemorates all Nisim of Yimei HaChanekeh, including the Nes of the Nitzachen HaMochame, which was a major, major part of the miracle that happened then. On vimigifint, how is the, the lighting of the menorah connected to the nest of the Nitzachan al Muhammad? So we find as any from the vegan to oysterikin zikaran vahalat zamaybishn. One of the ways that a person expresses bechlal thanks and praise to the eibishter is durech onsin the neiris. Lighting candles is a expression of thanks and praise to the eibishter, as the Rebbe brings a gemara that says this. So therefore, the lighting of the menorah is not specifically commemorating the Nes of Pach Hashemen, and then Alanisim specifically commemorating the Nitzachan al-Muhammad. In the Nusach of Alanisim, we speak uh, a or maybe exclusively about the Nes of the Nitzachan al-Muhammad, but it's not that way. The MS is, even the lighting of the menorah is also coming to commemorate all the miracles that happened. So this is a Hagdameh to answer the question 
of the Seder, Beneget, the Chuis, Nisim, and Eflois, that the first point here is that when we mention these various different aspects of the salvation and wonders and the miracles, what this means is that the lighting of the Menorah is commemorating different aspects of the Nisim that happened in that time period. And now we can say, This will give us the point to explain the difference in the order of these three expressions in Anei Resalolo. In Anoi, in the beginning when we start saying Anei Resalolo, so what are we saying here? We're mentioning the different parts of the salvation that the Ebishter brought to Yidin in that time period. So therefore it's written in this order. This is how the events unfolded then in this order. As the Rebbe will explain in the Hemshech that there were different categories of how the Eivishter helped Yidin and it's in this order of how it happened. Whereas when it comes to the conclusion of the Nusach of Aneris Alalu, Retzach wegen die drei Sugim, wie sie rufen erreis bei uns, dem Hergesch lohoidis alahala l'shimcha gadol. Here we mention the order of these three things in the order of how it awakens by a person, the feeling to come and thank and praise the Eibishter. On in them is the Seder Andesh. And regarding the thanks that we give today to the Eibishter, here the order is different. The Sugnisim is the Erste. The miracles, that's the first thing that awakens a person to thank the Eibishter. After this follows the wonders, that that is what uh, will awaken a person also to thank the Eibishter. And the last point that follows is that a person will even come to thank the Eibishter for those things that are salvations. So that's the point of the explanation of the Sinyan. The beginning speaks about Bayom and Mahaim, the order of how it actually happened then. And in the end, it speaks about Bazman when we come to thank the Eibishter, what's the first thing that you're awakened to thank for and what is the last thing. Now, to explain this in detail. What is the difference between these three expressions of Chuais, Nisim, and Eflois? When you're in a war, you're fighting with someone. Which has the same kind of power. Looking at the quantity or quality of the force that he has. So it's comparable to the, a kind of uh, force that you have. So nevertheless, you still need to rely on the help of the Eibishter as that you should be victorious. Because in the natural events of things, it's possible that one side should be victorious and it's possible the other. Aber, however, der nitzachen l'tshua is an anayfen v'zetoiz v'aninyan tivi. Here, when you have a victory and a salvation in such a kind of situation where you have two that are fighting with one another that are comparable, so then it looks like that this is something which is natural, when one wins. Onit kenes v'sas hechefen teva. And it's not a miracle that's above nature. V'al pi teva kenem anatzeich zayin azayvi detzveite, because 
according to nature. He was able to defeat the other. It was either him or the other, and he has the mazel. It seems like it's just nature that he was victorious. So you don't see clearly that there was a Yeshua from the Eivishter. That's the concept of a Yeshua. When the Eivishter comes and helps you in a situation where nature allows for you to be able to be victorious, and you have the Eivishter's Yeshua within this nature. Ness, on the other hand, when you have a miracle, is a Yeshua v'atzala versus hechef and teva. This is the Eivishter's salvation that's totally above nature. Heipech from Gidrei Elam, opposite from the Gidrei, the uh, things that are limited in the world. Or the dogma, for example. When you have a victory in a war in such a way, when you can be victorious over the other side, which is much weaker than you, or infinitely weaker than you. Naturally, there's no way you could be victorious here. This is a victory which is a miracle completely above nature. That's the concept of a miracle. The flois, the expression of a wonder. So what is this? This is such kind of situations. When you see this incident, when you see this happening, you, you're bewildered by this. There's a wonder of how such a thing could happen. Which means as follows. There's an anitken klodonism. These are not open miracles. It could be explained and rationalized even according to nature. However, it still is an incident that happened that's separate and different than what usually happens. It does cause people to wonder, it's an unexpected thing that happens and people are looking at it, oh, this is, this is a wonder, this is un, un, unusual, unbelievable. That's the concept of a wonder. But it's not something which is an open miracle that breaks nature. On Vimigifin, to bring an example for this, we find by the Geula von Alten Rebbe by Yutas Kislev. When the Alten Rebbe was released on Yutas Kislev, as Erat Geschrieben, what does the Alten Rebbe write of them regarding his redemption? That there was a wonder that Eivishter performed here in the land. The Geula from Yutas Kislev is gekommen. How did the Geula happen? So it came durch die Sarim. It came through the ministers that were involved in his release. And it was also connected with a lot of effort that was made in order to release the Alter Rebbe. So on one hand, this was something that you can explain according to nature. Why the Alter Rebbe was released. It wasn't something that was usual. It wasn't something that was expected. It was something which was a wonder. You saw that this is something that's unusual. That's the concept of Neflois. So Neflois is sort of between Yeshua's and Anes. Yeshua's is something that's completely within nature. And the Eivishter comes to help you within, within uh, nature. Anes is a situation that's clearly shattering the laws of nature. And the Flois is something which is unusual, something that's breaking the regular laws of nature. So now, now that we understand what these three expressions mean. So now these three categories of the Eivishter coming and saving and helping Yidin. 
The Eden experienced them then in the days of the of the Ness of Hanukkah on Allah Seder in this order that it's mentioned here. Three choice. First, Abishta came to save them within nature. The Nachnisim. Then they experienced openism on the Nachnuflois. And then events that happened that were a wonder, that were unexpected. And the Rebbe explains the history of what happened then. That Anai from the Netzachana Chashminoim, the beginning of the victory of the Chashminoim, is given Gleich and Zeishtat Medin. Was there where they were living in the city of Medin. That's, that was their place. And what happened there? The Yivanim Amdart Givalt Makrev Zayn Adover Acher. The Yivanim built a Mizbeach and they wanted to sacrifice in the Mizbeach Adover Acher. And the Chashminoim Hamizach Kishtelt and Kegnzei Unzei Bazikt. And the Chashminoim fought them off and they were victorious over them. That was one of the first stories that happened right at the beginning of the whole story of Hanukkah when the Yivanim came into Eretz Yisrael. In them is given a Yeshua. So in that place there was a great salvation of the Ebishter. It wasn't an open miracle. And it also wasn't something that was unusual, a wonder. Over there in Medin, the place where Matisio and Bonav were living, there wasn't a very big number of Yivanim that came to fight them. So therefore the fact that the Yivanim were defeated was something that was a Yeshua from the Eivishter. Danach, however, following this, but then later on, the Yidin fought against a huge army that Antiochus sent in to Yisrael. Much more in number than the Jewish soldiers that were there. And that's when the Yidin saw an open miracle that broke nature. As we say, that the weak were, were, were uh, victorious over the mighty, and the many in the hands of the few. The tremendous victory that the Eden had, and this was an open miracle. So that's the next stage that we see that happened then, the Nisim. Then following this, they enter into the Besam Mikdash. And they had no oil to light the Menorah. The Yivanim defiled all of the oil in the Heichel. And finally they found They found one flask of oil that was sealed with the seal of the Kohen Gadol and they knew that that's pure. So the fact that they found this oil is takinit kenes goli. That was not an open miracle that you could say that this is something that breaks laws of nature. The fact that they discovered this oil. And that ever adds to this. If you want to argue about this incident here, you can say this was totally natural. Why? It's possible that the Yivanim, there was so much oil in the base of Mikdash, they may have missed and not noticed this flask of oil and therefore they did not make it tummy. So it's not something which is breaking any law of nature. And even more so, according to what Taisus explains, that this oil was not only sealed, but it was actually underground. Which is Adova built Klal, something which is totally unusual. Or Befrat, as this is given, Alishka Sashmanim. The Besamikdash had a chamber where they stored all the oil there. 
haben die gewonnen mit Getracht zu suchen dort. So therefore, when they went to make the oil tommy, where did they go? They went to that chamber where the oil was, and they made the oil tommy. But to go and think that there's oil somewhere that was uh, buried underground, that the Yavanim didn't think of. So the fact that they didn't make it Tomei could be explained very simply why they didn't notice it. And this would explain even better also, the Vados, what is the certainty as their Shemin is toy, that this oil is actually toy. And the Yavanim haben es nicht mit and that the Yavanim did not make it Tomei durch Heset. Through even moving it, as the Taisis there brings, that there's a gzeira of Chazal, that if the Yivanim or any guy even moves something, it becomes Tame. So over here, Taisis says, because it was underground, so they knew that the Yivanim didn't touch it. But how do you know, maybe even underground, they did tamper with it in some way. But the answer is, based on what we're saying here, there was a Lishkar Shashmanim. There was a place where all the oil is stored. And that's where the Yivanim went to defile the oil. But the oil underground, why would they think that there's oil underground? So therefore the fact that they discovered this after the miracle is not something which is uh, breaking any law of nature. If you look at it from this angle, you could say, no, it's, it's, it's normal, it's, it's expected that they missed something and it was underground and therefore now we found it. Aber, however, it's understood, Doch is a sadar pele. At the same time, this is something which is a wonder, which is it's something which is unusual, and it's neflois. Alishmanim haben die Yivanim metame given. Everything they made tummy. Und der ein pach is given behalten bekarka. Somehow, this one flask of oil is hidden underground. So that itself is very unusual. What is it doing underground? So you have here this oil underground. Und geblieben ganz, and it's whole nicht angeriet, not touched at all. So the fact that they managed to defile everything, every flask of oil, so that means that they really made an effort to make everything tome. And punktis was for some reason hidden on the ground, and they didn't make it tome. This is something which was extremely unexpected, and it is in the category of neflois. So that's the third miracle, or not really a miracle, the, the third level of neflois that they experienced. So that's the order on how this happened. First the choice in the beginning of the fighting with the Yavanin, when it was in Medin, before Antiyeche sent in a large army, and then eventually when they had to fight a huge army, and then there was open miracles, and then the Neflois when they found the jug of oil in the base of Mikdash. The Noch, but then following this of course, is given Nochanes, there was another miracle, Shadliku by Ches that they lit the Menorah and it lasted, the oil lasted for eight days, and there were other miracles that happened as well that are in the category of Yeshuas and the Flois that follow this. But the point is that this Ness already happened after you had these three categories of Chuais, Nisim, and the Flois. And this Ness that happened afterwards is included in the Nisim that we mention when we say Nisim. But we do say Nisim before the Neflois because there was first the Nisim of the Nitzachan al-Mulchama against the huge army and therefore we mention first the Nisim. And then we mention Neflois which they found the, uh, the uh, oil which was unexpected. And the Nisim that we mentioned before also includes the nest that happened afterwards. That's the order and the way it's said here because of the Seder of the way it actually happened by Yom Emeheng. This is the pshat that the Rebbe says in the Sikhi here, but if you learn the Ha'aris, if you learn Ha'aris 16, Ha'aris 26, so then you'll see that the Rebbe has a different pshat that we can say, that Neflois may be on a level that's actually even higher than Nisim. It's a level of Nisim that's not stam breaking nature, but it's totally removed. It's a higher level of an S. 
And according to that pshat, the Rebbe says that in the nest of the Pach Hashemen, after they found it and it burned for eight days, that nest of burning eight days is a greater level of a nest than the nest of the Nitzachan HaMulchameh. Even though the nest of the Nitzachan HaMulchameh is a nest which is also breaks nature, but nevertheless, they had to fight. Whereas the nest of the oil, according to the opinion that what happened here to the oil is that the actual oil itself was, came out of nowhere. It, the oil disappeared because it all not disappeared. It all burnt down the eighth, the eighth, on the first day. And then the other of the eight days, there's new oil that came into being. That's a much greater miracle. That's a miracle where the Eivishter creates a new, new oil. That's what the Neflois is referring to. So according to that pshat, so the order of the, the choice and then Nisim and Neflois, so the Nisim refers to the fighting Takeh, but that's still a lower level of a miracle. But then the Neflois refers to the oil that lasted for eight days, and this is a much higher level of a miracle. That's another pshat that the Rebbe says in the artist. Now this is all the Hasber Benigeya to the beginning of the Anedis Halolu when we describe what happened in those times. So this was the order of how it happened. There say there, so this order, Chuois, Nisim, and Neflois. Is Vemeret, Veginzei, Bishaiches to the Seder, Bizman from the Mirois by Yamemehein. When we speak about the order of the way things happened in that time period. However, when we speak about that towards the end, and we say that we come to thank and praise the Eivishter today, is they say this, here the order is the other way around. The very first thing is, What's the first thing that a person thanks the Eivishter? For open miracles. This is something that everybody could recognize that it comes from the Eivishter. And then a person thinks deeper and sees Bismen the Kent, and you come to recognize them Emerson Geda from Kama Vakama Pasiringin, as a Zen that you come to see that other incidents that seem to be things that are not an open miracle, but you see how this is something that's unusual and it comes from the Avishtar. Even though this is something that someone that wants to dafke attribute it to nature and not attribute it to the Avishtar can make such a mistake, as a Zen and Pasiringin Teva. When you come to the recognition that this does come from the Eivishter, and you thank the Eivishter for this as well. And then you finally come to the recognition, that even those things that are merely Yeshua salvation from the Eivishter, it's not an open miracle. And it's not even something which is unusual in nature. Not in Gidrea Teva. It's in the boundaries of nature. Even for this, you have to thank and praise the Eibishter. The truth is that it's the Eibishter that's the source of the salvation. Even what happens within nature is also above nature. It all comes from the Eibishter. So therefore, even the level of Yeshua should also arouse a person to come and thank and praise the Eibishter. So that's the levels of how a person comes to praise the Eibishter. First, what catches your attention and what's clear to you that it comes from the Eibishter is an open miracle. And then you think deeper and you realize that there are other things that are happening that are unusual and you thank Eibishter for them as well. And then you realize that even things that seem to be within nature, it's also something that, is, that you have to praise Eibishter for them. To explain this on a deeper level regarding the order in the end of Al-Nifleisecha, 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 Al-Yeshua 
By Yidin. When it comes to Yidin, is the Ashpah, Sachayis. So the source of life in this world and everything that happens to them is L'chatchile, from P'chines HaLakos, versus L'mayla Mateva. It comes from a level of godliness which is above nature. As it's explained in many places of Chassidus, the difference between Nes and Teva is, both Nes and Teva comes from the Eibishter. However, the difference is, Teva gets its source of energy from a lower level of Lakos. Usually it speaks about in Chassidus that it comes from Shem Elikim, a level that's more mitzumtzim, more limited, and therefore it comes within nature. Whereas the level of Lakos, that's the source of a miracle that happens, comes from a higher level, from a level of Lakos, from Shem Avaya, from a higher level. So now when it comes to Yidin, everything that happens to Yidin in their life, including things that seem to be in nature, the source of the Hanhage, of everything that happens to Yidin, comes from the level of a Lakos that's above nature. Menit, it's only that, was the Yashpa, there's a garment of nature that conceals this, and therefore it seems like it's within nature. But the truth is that by a Yid, Teva is really a Nes. And the Rebbe clarifies what this means. In addition to the fact that not only regarding Yidin, but Bechlal nature, when we attribute things to nature, what is nature? Nature is not just this order of things that happens and runs on its own Chas Even nature, of course, is every single moment being controlled by the Eibishter. So that's true about nature Bechlal. So the truth is that even nature is really above nature the way the world explains what nature is. What does the world say? Nature means that this is just things are running their course the way naturally things will happen. In other words, there's no intervention from above that is causing nature to unfold the way it does. So of course that shot of nature is not true. That's the Helen Vahester that we don't see that the truth is that every single moment the Abish is just controlling nature. So in that sense, even nature is above the way we interpret nature. But besides that, even more is Oichdas, Teva, Bayidin, Nor, Achitsaini is the Galavosh of Teran Hoginissis. Even this level of nature, which is the level of a Lakim, the lower level of godliness, which creates this Seder of nature, is only a Lavosh, it's an external garment for the Shema Vaya that there is within the Hanhaga of, nat- of nature by Yidin. Really, it's a Hanhaginissis. It's really coming from a level of a Lakos, which is higher than the Hanhaga of nature. And that's the way the Ebishter conducts matters with Yidin, that there is no nature by Yidin, no such a thing. In Velt Bechlal, there's Teva, and there's Lamayla Manat Teva. Teva comes from a level of a Lakos, which is lower and connected to Teva, and therefore there's this Indian of Teva. And then you have Hashem Avaya, which there is no Akbalas of nature. By Yidin, even things that are within nature, the emes is that it comes from Shem Avaya. It comes with the Levush of Shem Alakim, and therefore we don't see it. So therefore what we understand from this is Someone that has eyes that are, that are illuminated, he can see So he can see the truth He sees immediately and right away that everything that happens to a Yid is a miracle 
Azoi, as their lavush teva, had gok and tvises it by him. The garment of nature, in other words, not only the falsehood of nature that our eyes see, but even the garment of the lower level of a lakos that covers on the source of, of, of the bchina of a lakos that's above that, that garment is, is something that's not tvises makim, or hot gok and tvises it by him. There's not tvises makim at all, and he sees immediately that everything that happens in the life of a yid is totally a, a miracle. It was mentioned many times. The meaning of what Chazal tell us. That when a Yid plants, he has belief in the Eibishter, and therefore he plants. So what does this mean? A Yid plants, like anybody else that plants, in order to grow the food, and it's laws of nature. You don't have to have a Munah to go ahead and plant. So the Pshat in this is, those laws of nature, was the Eibishter at eingestellt, which the Eibishter established, Zera, Kotzer, Goim, Eloish, Boisu, the seasons of the, of the world that will never cease, Zene Vayidn, Nit, Isiba, Mitis of Zeizriya. Vayayid, that's not the reason why he plants, because he sees nature as the source of what's going to grow, and he sees that there's laws of nature that exist in the world that the Eibishter established. The Ebis, the Emesis that Smiche, the true reason why it grows, and the Fares Erzereya, and this is the only reason why he plants, is Valeris Maimen, Becheya Ilomen, is an absolute Amunah that he has in the Abishter, and this is an Amunah in the Abishter himself, that's a level of a Lakos, Amunah connects to a level of a Lakos, that's above the level of a Lakos that comes down and is related to the Metzias of Teva. That's the truth of what. The Hanhoge with Yidin in this world is in every single aspect. That's one point. Bechlal, Benigayat, to the Hanhoge of Yidin, including nature. Now, Sretzach in Chesidis. In addition to this, it says in Chesidis, as Dafke in the Matomata Beyeser, specifically when you come down to the lowest place, when you have a revelation of godliness that can reach down to the lowest place, Zokzacharais, them Gavoya Beyeser. Over here, it's expressed the highest source of a revelation. Because it's so unlimited, so therefore it can reach down to such a low place. When it's a revelation that has a certain limitation to it, it doesn't reach this far. The same is also true when it comes to the subject of miracles. The nisim was an in teva. Those nisim that happen in a way that they become enclosed in nature. They have a higher source than those open miracles. And then even more than this, nature itself has an even higher source. In other words, there are certain kinds of miracles that you see that it's a miracle, but it comes in nature. Similar to, to the point that we said before, right? In the flies, that the same things that are unusual. For example, the nest of Purim is a nest, but it came into nature. And then you have the nest of Hanukkah, which totally breaks nature. And then you have Teva itself, things that are Teva itself. So when you have, the lower it comes down into nature, and especially when you mamish have the metzius of nature itself, which by Yidin, the MS, it's a ness that's within nature, that itself has an even higher shayrish. And the Rebbe explains why this is. Nisim gluyim, when you have a miracle that comes in an open way, it shatters nature, and it's, it's a revelation that you see that it's above nature. Nemezach von giluyim. The source of this is a level of giluyim. It's an expression of the Eibishter that's revealing something, that's expressing something. And therefore, it's a tremendous revelation. However, it cannot come and penetrate nature itself. It can't enter into the Metzius of nature itself. Why? Because this is limited that it has to come down with a certain nature that it has. 
revelation. The Nes, Muzach Zen This is a level that the source of this level of this revelation is Dafke revelation, and therefore it cannot function and be within a situation where there's concealment. There's two different Kavim Lamailo. There's the Kayach that Ebesh has to reveal himself, and there's the Kayach that Ebesh has to conceal himself. Each one of these Kavim is only a certain aspect of the Ebeshter. It's not the essence of the Ebeshter himself. So when you have the Kav of Gilui, revelation, it can't coexist, it can't function and enter within nature itself. That is a different aspect. It's a different Kav of the Ebeshter's uh, functioning in the world. So therefore, the nest that comes from this level of Giluyim, it, it, it is revealed. It can't be within nature itself. However, that nest that is enclosed and enters into nature, the source of this revelation, or of this nest that is, comes from a place that's higher from the aspect or kav of revelation. So therefore this nest could come and coexist and penetrate nature itself because it's not limited to Gilui. It's not only revelation. It's coming from the Eibishter himself that's above any of these powers that Eibishter has, whether revelation, whether concealment. It's the Eibishter himself. And therefore you could have Gilui and Helim, which is Teva, together. It can come and, and coexist and enter into the Metzius of Teva itself. So the point here that the Rebbe is explaining is uh, not only that, that when the, the, the Indian that Chassidah speaks about, well, when something is very high, it could come down very low. So usually the Hezbert is that because it's so unlimited, so this revelation that's so powerful could extend to a very far, far place. Here the Rebbe is saying an even deeper shot that when it comes into nature, it's not just a matter of being an unlimited revelation, but it's actually beyond revelation. It's something that comes from the Ebeshter himself that's above being designed as Dafka revelation. It could come into even a place of concealment. It can coexist. However, in this itself, there are two levels. Aber von deswegen, nevertheless, the Balt der Levush is in Anoifen, was Ruf Teresa Wunder Neflois. Over here, when you're talking about a Ness that enters into nature, but you see that nature is a garment on this revelation. You can tell that there's something unusual that happened over here. Again, it's something that happened which is unusual by them when you see this. You could see, and this is a lotion that Alter Rebbe says in Teirah regarding the miracle of Purim, that although everything that happened there in the miracle of Purim was all within nature, but it happened in such a way that it was clear that the Eibishter is the one that was conducting matters here. So yes, on one hand, it could coexist and enter into the laws of nature, but not fully, because it still is something that you see that it remains above nature itself. So therefore it's understood, This is from a level of revelation that even if it's not a level that's totally uh, limited to the tenuah of, to, the, to being revealed, but yet the very fact that it can't fully, fully be integrated within nature itself, it means that this is a level that has to retain somewhat of its nature of revelation. It's related to that aspect of revelation and therefore it can't fully be integrated within nature itself. That's a nest which is Malubish and Teva. Now Dafke von However, specifically when you come to the level of choice. So this is something that Abishta saves and helps Yidin and it's within nature itself. Nemzer von Atzmus, that comes from the very essence of the Abisha himself. 
was is nit begeda gili klal. And the essence of the Evishter himself is not expressed in any way. A revelation, and all, all these things are not shy by the very essence of the Evishter himself. So therefore, how did this salvation come down to Yidin? This is a salvation that's totally above nature. But comes from the Mebishtin alone. It comes from the Mebishtin himself. And Anoifin, it comes into the world and it gets integrated into nature itself that you see it as part and parcel of nature. So this is not something which is lower, Adarabe. This is something that comes from a higher source. Becomes, it comes, because it comes from the essence of the Eibishter, so therefore the, the, it, it's not a giloi that has to shatter nature, that has its own kav of how it functions and it can't coexist with nature. Adarabe. This comes from the very essence of the Eibishter, which is not designed in one way or another, and therefore it comes within nature itself. So according to this, Chuois is the highest Indian when it comes into nature. Thus, as I have to say this, now we have a deeper understanding in the order that we say at the end of Valaneris Alalu, Fundidrai and Yonim, the three points of Lahoidai, Salahala, Lashimcha, Godel, Al Nisecha, Val Nifleisecha, Val Yeshuaisecha, for the open miracles. And then the Nifleisecha, which are those that enter into nature to some extent. And then Val Yeshuaisecha, which is fully integrated into nature. Friya Kumtai Dove Hilol Beshaychus Sugiluyim. The first level is a person is able to thank and praise the Eivishter on that level where he sees the revelation of the Eivishter. From there comes the open miracles. Then a person could even go higher and praise the Eivishter to see the revelation that's above revelation that has to be dafke in a way that it shatters nature, which is v'anifleisecha. It could come into nature to some extent. And finally, the highest level that a person comes to praise the Eibishter, you come to praise the Eibishter's great name. So the term Godel refers to the true greatness of the Eibishter himself. And primarily this is through seeing the salvation of the Eibishter, that the Eibishter's Yeshua comes within nature itself because it comes from the very essence of the Eibishter himself.